Hello everyone, and welcome back to Agents of Damned, our Let's Play D&D podcast featuring myself, your sometimes benevolent, often malevolent dungeon master, Jordan Roman. And, as always, I am joined by my fellow players. Hi guys, I'm Katie, and I play Safe. Hey guys, I'm Christina, and I play Wintera. And I'm Drew McLean, and I play the good Dr. Arlo Aegon. Y'all gonna fucking die. God, I hope not. <laughs> Never gonna die. One short ass podcast. How are we talking about? We made it to 11 episodes. I think that's pretty good. Well, I guess 10 episodes <laughs> in 5 minutes, but semantics. <laughs> Just let me know if I need to go get my box of D6s so I can start re-rolling, I guess. Yes, I hope you all have your um, <laughs> secondary characters already set to go. This has been a fun prologue. <laughs> Episode 11 is like 10 minutes long. The title of it is just like, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Titled, <Fuck> like, you, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Episode 11, they done goofed. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, so why don't we go ahead and have ourselves a quick little recap so everyone knows what the fuck we talking about because as you know episode 11's a great jumping on point mm. so last time the agents in second chance spoke with niabara to inform her about the yuan t's manipulation of the townspeople initially enraged by this information arlo did manage to eventually calm her down the teams then proceeded to ask her about how the remainder of the election was to be held Niavara told them that, aside from personal campaigning, the candidates would only be together in the same location two other times in the coming week. The first was for a final debate two days before the final count, with the final count itself being the only other time during the announcement of the results. As the agents in Second Chance departed with this new information, they noticed the Yuan-T were looking at a dagger held within the Grand Archives. Saith, using her godlike stealthy abilities, learned that the dagger was called the Fang of Mershalk. Arlo asked Ryan to have Bookworm look into the history of the dagger to better understand the Yuan-T's inexplicable fascination. Arlo then cast Detect Magic to verify that the citizens of Silvery Moon were indeed afflicted by a form of enchantment magic that put them into a charm-like effect. He also took the opportunity to see if the Fang of Mershalk was also magical, but was surprised to find out it was an ordinary dagger. As both teams prepared for the stealth mission that lay before them, Ryan reported on Book Moon's findings. The Fang of Mershalk was little more than a ceremonial dagger that the Yuan-T used for sacrificial rituals to their gods. Later that night, the teams followed Sasaba out of the town and into the Yuan-T temple that lay between the mountains to the east. After sneaking past some monstrous-looking Yuan-T and tricking some of them into a late-night snack, the agents found Sasava as well as a second hooded figure speaking with Ash. The three were conspiring to steal back the Fang of Mershalk. Ash insisted their plans would proceed faster. They simply used a strange black crystal he possessed, but Sasava and his sister insisted they were capable of manipulating Granifor on their own. It was then that Ash detected Modi, who was disguised as one of the monstrous Yuan-Ti and killed him. However, Modi instead burst into a small flame and returned to Sei's side. However, the agents in Second Chance must now escape from the temple before Ash or Sasava and his sinister serpentine sister manage to catch them. And thus, we resume our tale. Did anybody else hear Jordan say Book Moon? 
I, instead of bookworm. I, I also heard that, and I was like, "Should I say?" And I was like, "Nah, it would be, <laughs> it would be, it would be a massive dick move to say anything about that." I'm sure it'll be. No, fine. so instead you wait until the very fucking end to let me know, and now I look like a jackass. <laughs> Well, in fairness, you also like you know left out like you know the raw sexual tension in between Ryan and Arlo over their phone call. So God, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, speaking of midnight snacks, um, Tara's gonna immediately turn after that like large like eruption of sound, and she's gonna look at Saith and she's gonna go, Saith, can you distract the snackins and send them in that direction? Saith nods. She puts up her hood and she sneaks towards the kitchen as best she can. As you do this, Raylan actually comes says, Wait, hold on a second. Something's wrong. Where's Seven? What? Oh. And you dun, guys dun, look around. And you guys no. look around. Seven's gone. God damn it, Seven. Son of a bitch. Fucking up my entire plan. So Not at this point, Raylan starts freaking the fuck out. It's like, oh my god, oh my god, where the fuck did he go? Where the fuck did he go? He's, oh, he's not gonna do anything stupid, is he? Oh my god, no, this is what he always does. He always does this. Oh my god, no, 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 And then out of nowhere, Forngill just goes up and slaps her straight in the face. Like, hey, calm down. It's good. It's like, right, sorry, thank you. Anyway, what's the plan? Well, my plan was if we got the Snaggins to go towards the chamber, I could tidal wave all of them backwards and we would get the fuck out of here. But depending on where Seven is, that won't work anymore. Ah, well, like we said, he tends to do this a lot. So, I mean, in theory, he should be fine. He'll just disappear sometimes and then kind of show up later saying it is done or something like that. Uh Oh, okay. So should it's it's normally fine. Don't worry about it. Uh... Safe so pulls out her little drawing script. Remember, she can't she can't whisper, and she's just gonna draw an angry frowny face on it. <laughs> Glorious. Um. All right. So while you guys are doing all this, I actually need you guys to go ahead and roll initiative. Okay. Also, if you guys have bothered to download that map that I sent you, now's a good time to access it. Yeah, I've got it pulled up right now, actually. Good. I have a 15. I have a 22. Nice. Oh, fucking course you do. All right, Saith, you're up first. You know what? She's going to trust that Seven knows what to do. And if not, it's his own goddamn fault for running away. Uh, she's going to go with your plan. Okay, so you're going to make your way back into the um, kitchen area? Mm-hmm. All right, so with where you are right now, which would be the little gold star on the map, without taking a dash action, the most you'd be able to do would just be get to, like, the like the entrance of there. I think that's all she needs to do. Yeah, I don't need to go into the kitchen just enough to call their attention. Yeah, no, you're you're in there to be able to peek in. Um, now, I'm assuming that you are going from, like, the little side passage and not the one that Ash is, like, you know... Barreling down? Yes. Yeah, that one. No, I don't don't plan on doing that. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, you are currently at the side entrance... Or one of the side entrances that you guys initially came through. So... 
Seath is going to call out into the kitchen. Well, hold on. Before you do that, I just want to make this perfectly clear. What you see in that room, you still see the initial six snagging that you um, saw the first time you guys came through. However, there's also the other six that you guys tricked into going to grab a snack, and they also apparently caught up with the other group that went through here. So there's a total of 18 snagging in there. Excellent. So just just so you're aware of the numbers you're working with. Excellent. <laughs> anyway, proceed. She's going to call out into the kitchen that in as dumb a snagging voice as she can manage, you know, while both sounding bright and chipper and happy as she is, that their lord and masters need their assistance in that chamber area, not our main chamber. You know what I'm trying to say? Can't you use thumb energy to imitate one of their voices? Mm -hmm. She's going to mimic one of their voices then. I'm going to use thaumaturgy? Is that what it's called? Yep, yep. It has a bunch of other effects you can use, but like for this uh, particular thing, that's that's probably the useful part. It's a fun Uh, spell. Go Go ahead and roll me deception. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. 23. They all look up at the ones that are eating say, but, but food. And then the ones that were patrolling just kind of hiss at them. And they all stand, they all stand up and on their turn, they will start to make their way over there. Okay. Can I use um, my action to go back to the group? Um, no, because that was your movement action the first time, so absolutely not. Next up, that is actually going to be Ash. Mm. So, let's see. From Who's Ash? Is... <laughs> Give it a second, you'll find out real fast. Ugh. Oh, um, you're talking about, uh, fuck Boy Supreme. Oh, this next part's gonna be fun. Stop egging him on! <laughs> we want to survive this! Fuckboy Supreme! Stop! <laughs> so, Ash is going to make his way down there, and I want to see if he can tell that it's you guys specifically. Alright, yeah, so he's not fully aware that it's you guys just yet. But he starts saying... Whoever's down there, you might want to come out now. I have very little patience for rats that have lost their way. And so he's going to make his way down the hall. He doesn't quite make it to you guys. From where he's at, he makes it about, like, to the other entrance. Tara, you're up. Great. I think I'm just going to straight up hold my action for now. Okay. Then next up, that is going to be Raylan. So she is going to turn to you, Wintera. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what your plan is, but hopefully this helps. And she's going to cast Shield of Faith on you. Oh, cool. What does that do? You have plus two to your AC for the time being, as long as she maintains concentration. Okay. Arlo, you're up. This one's going to hold an action. All right. That brings it over to Forngol. Let's see what he's going to do. Forngol is just going to enter his symbiotic entity state. The Broodguarder, actually, up next. 
So they start making their way over towards the main amphitheater. Saith, I need you to go ahead and give me a stealth check since they're passing by the hallway that you are in, just to see if they potentially see you. <laughs> now, I know the odds are against you, but don't give up. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what that number was. <laughs> I'll tell you what that number was. That number was 37. <laughs> Children, the number of the day is 37, as in Jordan asked for a stealth check, and Say said, I got a 37, so fuck off. <laughs> I mean, no, but actually, yes. Uh, yeah, in case it wasn't super obvious, the dingbags don't notice you. I'm just like, it, it's like, uh, when you're level 100 stealth in Skyrim, you're just standing there and the guards don't even, like, look at you. <laughs> I hear yeah, a whisper standing, on the wind. Standing, I'm not only standing right in front of the guard at this point and tick-tocking him, <laughs> like, taking all of his clothes off and he still doesn't see me. That is, that is still the funniest thing. thing in the world to me. No, that was my favorite thing to do in Skyrim, because it's, like, it's hilarious to imagine it's, like, reaching into your pockets and then, like, touching your bare thigh and be like, what? And then your pants aren't there. And you're like, what the hell? And you look at your shirt and your shirt is gone. And it's like, what happened? And the guy next to you is clearly holding all your shit. And he's like, I don't know. It wasn't me. All right, let's do this. They don't see me. All right. Um, because of the size of the room, they're not able to fully get over there, but they're, like, right outside the hallway that would lead there. Okay. Saith, you're back up. I'm gonna try to sneak past to my people. Like you're gonna go back? To my people. Well, I mean, you don't need. You've already done the stealth. You're you're good on that. You can just use your movement to go back. Cool. Okay, you're you're back with them. I'm gonna hold action for now. Cool. Ah, now the moment I've been waiting for. Wait a minute. Hang on. God damn it, don't tease me like that. Just a second. Can I say from during my during the first round, since I was holding my action during the first round, that I just I used my shifting as a bonus action to gain gain some Uh I mean you can hold the action until your turn, but if you want to just go ahead and say you retroactively shifted, then yeah, that's fine. Okay. Alright, I'll hold action. Okay, cool. So, like I was saying. It is Ash's turn. At this point, his movement is able to make it up to where you guys are. So, whoever- So, Saith and Arlo, you two have held actions. He is rounding the corner now. Would you like to do anything? Is he- Like, is it just Ash who's making his way up there? Is it, um, Ash and Sasava and, um, company? As far as I know, none of you have bothered to look, so... I mean, I think we can fucking fight Sasaba. Uh, so, I would like Ash to make me a wisdom saving throw, please. Uh, does a 24 pass? Yes, a 24 passes, Jordan. Okay, then no. Okay. Riveting. Safe, do you have a thing you'd like to do with your held action, or do you want to keep on holding? 
no. Okay, uh, well, Thorngol actually is going to go ahead, and since he's in Symbiotic Entity, he's going to try and use, uh, Circle of Spores. Oh, um, yeah, no, he does not. <laughs> Ag unfortunately fails. So, Arlo and Thorngol, you guys try and do your things to Ash as he rounds the corner, but he just, without even realizing it's happening, just kind of passively brushes them off. But he sees all of you, and you all see something from Ash that you have not yet seen before. You guys have seen Ash twice now, and both times he had this sort of a smug arrogance to him. Like, he thought he was just the greatest thing in the world, and no one could stand in his way. But now, instead of arrogance, his face is riddled with rage. An unbridled fury, the likes of which you have only seen in your worst of nightmares. You! You couldn't take the hit, could you? Well, I guess that's fine. I'll just have to show you that you're no match for me, and you would be better off out of my way! And he specifically looks at you, Arlo. And for a brief second, that smug arrogance of his comes back. I just remembered something. And he pulls out a little sheet of paper. Eh. I believe you gave me a prescription to fill, didn't you? I mean, I think I know where this is going, and no, you may not suck my dick. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I believe it says a large one. Fortunately, I think you could still help in a different way. And you all hear... We need an adult. <laughs> you all hear an audible pulse. And Ash is enveloped in a dark cloud of energy. As he begins to grow. And grow. And soon, his size eclipses all of you. His teeth grow to fangs. His fingernails grow sharp like daggers into claws. His skin turns a blackish gray as scales grow over. His cape whips in half, turning into large draconic wings. Horns whip out from beneath his hair, curling back into his head. And as he slams his giant claws down, his newfound tail slamming into the ground behind him, he breathes down on all of you and says, With five large decks here, eating you should keep me good for the week. Terry, you're up. Well, um... How's that I work for your plan? I... Yeah, I don't think any amount of tidal wave is going to be big enough to fucking no. swamp a dragon. Uh-uh. Right. Alright, um... Rethinking that. Let's see here... So, Tara turns to the group a little bit, like, side-eye. She's like, um, somehow, 
I didn't imagine this as part of the plan. New plan. Let's get out of here. <laughs> and, New plan. Um, Run. <laughs> would you classify a dragon as a shape changer? Um. Well, considering it just changed its shape, I feel like it'd be hypocritical for it to not be. I think you can eat a bag of dicks, but I'm also prone to agree on that one, so, yeah. <laughs> okay, alright, alright, so here's what I'm gonna do. Tara is going to, alright, I have a plan, I have a little bit of a plan. Tara's gonna be like, look at everyone, she's gonna say, like, we need to move. But first, she's gonna cast Moonbeam on the spot he's at. So... Okay. The language of the spell is a silvery beam of pale light shines down in a five-foot radius, 40-foot-high cylinder centered on a point within range, which is him, um, mm -hmm. until the spell ends, which is my concentration, up to a minute. Okay. Um, dim light fills the cylinder. If a creature enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain, and it must make a constitution saving throw. On okay. a failed save, it takes 2d10 radiant damage, or half as much damage on a successful one. A shape changer makes its saving throw with disadvantage. Okay. If it fails, it also instantly reverts to its original form and can't assume a different form until it leaves the spell's light. Okay. On each of your turns after you cast a spell, you can use an action to move the beam 60 feet oh in any direction. Oh my god. Get it, Christina. Cool. Alright. Please roll back. Please roll back. Please roll back. Alright. Yeah, constitution, please. Let's see. With this advantage, that's going to be a 17. Oh, wait. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's just his base con. His con modifier is actually way higher than that. Um, 24. God, why does he have such fucking high rolls? I hate him so much. He's a fucking dragon! God. Okay. Yeah. No. So. He still takes he damage. Just takes half he just takes half damage. Okay. But he still stays a dragon. That was my my plan. Ooh, that wasn't terrible. Um, what thirteen, thirteen. So half to what is that? Six. Um, yeah, we have to say. And it's radiant, and, and it's radiant damage. And then I'm going to start moving <laughs> as far as I can get with my movement. <laughs> All right, uh, that would that could get you about to where Saith was. So you can get like just past the next room and into the corridor that leads into like the big area. Okay. After that, he's going to take a legendary action. Right. Christina, you are out of his range on this one, so you may have to get into the hallway. I need everyone else to make a dex saving throw. Alright, that's a 10. I rolled a 20. Wait! Uh, 23. Okay, cool. Um, You're the only one who saved. Sweet. So... Ash starts to beat his wings, and a powerful wind comes through. Saith, you're able to hold your ground, but everyone else takes 17 bludgeoning damage and is knocked prone. I have a question. I have an answer. Um, can I use my held action to hold somebody else in place with my tail? Roll me a... Roll me an athletics check. I also need to double check something else. Ooh, Hutchie, that's no good. Uh, Christina, your um, <laughs> your shield of faith is gone. Okay. She did not hold concentration for shit. Twenty-one. Who do you want to hold upright? You can do either Raylan, Arlo, or Formal. 
That is their respective turn orders, by the way, so. You know what? I'm gonna go with Arlo. Because he's our cleric. Thanks, buddy. So with that, it is now Raylan's turn. Wait, does that mean that he wouldn't take the damage anymore since he wasn't knocked prone? Um, no, he still failed his save, so he still takes damage, but he's just not not prone. Which means he still has his full movement speed. Okay. Which the other two do not. Um, so Raylan is going to use her action, or her movement to stand up, and she is going to point a finger at him and Raylan's going to cast Ray of Enfeeblement. Get it, girl. Oh, wow, not her not her best day. Damn it, Raylan. Uh Raylan is like freaking the fuck out over this, and she misses by a country fucking mile. And so she's just kinda stuck there doing absolutely nothing. That is going to be Arlo's turn. I'm going to cast a third level Guiding Bolt. Alright, do it. That's a 24. Uh, what kind of damage is that? Radiant damage. It's going to be 27 Radiant damage. Woohoo! Uh, dig it to damn. And, uh, I'm going to use my movement action to run the same way Wintera did. Alright, cool. You have caught up with Wintera. That is going to be the Brood Guard. They make their way through... Actually, let me real quick see if they're smart enough to remember something. Okay, they are. Uh, So yeah, they make it through the hallway. They do notice Ash. And uh, they decide to start working their way over. So they are now um, heading over his way. But they can't do anything this turn. Great. So Fungal is now up. And he is going to use his movement to stand up as well. Okay, well, this is going to end horribly. Uh, so, Forgol is going to look at him, and since this is a verbal component, only spells can say, Hey, dragon guy! Can't see me! And he's going to cast Blindness Deafness on him. Nice! Or at least he's going to attempt... He's going to attempt to, anyway. This is probably not going to go terribly well. Oh, I hope so. I hope it works. Please work. Please let something work. It's a con-saving throw. What is Forngol's DC? Not good enough! <laughs> um, yeah, no, he he shrugs that off, too. Good try, buddy! <laughs> when Tara shouts from the call. He turns back like, THANKS! Um, however, Ash is going to take his last legendary action for the turn and make a tail attack on Forngol. For being a fucking dumbass. Jordan, I would rather you kill one of the player characters than kill that my precious foreign girl. Well, lucky for you, he rolled like dog shit. Oh, good. Unlucky for you, he has really good pluses. So he swings his tail down and slams down on Forngal. Oh! Guys, I think he got rid of my temp HP! That hurt a lot! With that, we are back up to the top of the turn order. Safe, you up. How big is Forengal? About average size, maybe like six foot, somewhere around there. I'm going to grab him since he is the most woefully injured. And 
make my action to head into the hall as quickly as possible. All right, uh, roll me athletics to see if you can, like, successfully pull him along. 19? I'll say with that, you're able to get him to, like, the entrance of the hallway, but wasn't quite enough to get you all the way okay. up there. But you're, you can at least now see Arlo and Winterra okay. again. Alright, uh, that is going to be Ash. And before you do anything, make another con saving throw. Right! With disadvantage. Oh, right, thank you. Didn't make much of a difference, his first roll still was shittier. Uh, 21. Okay. He still takes some damage. Okay. 14. So, halved to 7 radiant damage. Cool. Okay, no idea, whatever. He looks virtually undeterred in case that wasn't obvious. Mm. So he is now going to, as his first actual full turn as a dragon, he's going to let out a blood-curdling roar. <laughs> so I need everyone to make a wisdom save. I got a 16. Okay, that's a 23... And a nat 20! Um, but there. 25. Um, I'll say for saving throws, nat 20s can mean something. Okay. I feel I feel like that's, like, something that's clutch enough. I got a dirty 21. Okay, wow. You have no idea how fucking lucky you were on that one. Say, you, unfortunately, did not pass. Okay. So, you are now frightened. And there are literally no other thoughts going through your mind other than I need to get the fuck away from this thing as fast as is humanly possible. Nothing else matters. So basically like when Tara and Rianne, just the same plan. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Except in your mind, they don't even exist right now. It's just exit now, nothing else. Okay. On that note, he is now going to rear his head back and I now need Saith, you to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. 22. Okay, yeah, you managed to pass on this one, so you're gonna take half damage as he rains black flames down on you. So... I also have flame resistance. Thank you, I know. Unfortunately, he rolled real fucking good. Uh, you take five fire damage. I know I'm scared right now. Can I ca ca cast Hellish Rebuke? Let me finish dealing damage and then okay. yes. You also take an additional two necrotic damage. E. Alright, so you're gonna go ahead and use a Hellish Rebuke? Yes. Alright, cool. 17. Damn it, yeah, passes. Alright, now this is the part where I would normally tell you to go ahead and roll your damage and half it, but he's immune to fire damage, so that was all a formality. Mm, fair enough. And uh, with that, it is now Winterra's turn. Oh, also, one other minor detail I forgot to mention, uh, Raylan's down. Fuck. Okay, question about adding temp HP to a character that's down, does that stabilize them? Yes. Okay. So the first thing that happens is a 30-foot radius of light appears with a little baby bear in the center. And 
Um, she's going to gain 10 temporary HP or whatever that would do to stabilize her. Um, including everyone else in this zone gets 10 temp, temp HP. And you also now get advantage on strength saving throws and checks. Nice. So then the next thing that's going to happen is that literally directly in front of him, so not in Raylan's path at all, and also 30 feet, it's 30 feet long, so I assume possibly some of the snaggins are going to get hit by this, depending on where they're at in that hallway. Literally just fucking surf the spell just appears. And so I need any creatures that are affected by this to make a deck saving throw. Well, I'm assuming a 21's going to pass, so Ash is good. He'll just take half damage. All right. And as for the snaggins, does an 18 pass? They do. So right. they just take half damage. All right. And they're not knocked prone. Two, two sets of snaggin take it like champs. Their third group of snaggins, not so much. Okay, so they're also knocked prone if they failed that save. Okay. So and they'll take the full so full amount. All right, so that was 25. And then so whatever you want to half that to. So, uh, that'd, be tw- that'd be 12. 12? 12, yeah. And they're not knocked prone if they passed. I guess the only other thing I'm going to do is um, have a, a brief um, vocal interaction before moving and like reassure that Arlo can help get Raylan out or if he needs help. So she like turns to Arlo. She's like, "Are you gonna be able to help get her out, or do you need my help?" Can Raylan move? She's oh. she's stable. Yeah, she's stable. Like she has some health. So she can move again. That's also dependent on whether or not Ash does some more fuckery. I was just gonna do some healing stuff. I don't think I'm near Raylan anymore. I moved thirty feet away. Okay, so I'm going to move like along that wall to try to stay as much out of this fucking fire area as possible, but get closer to her, like in that corner of the room. I mean, you can get back to her. That was that was your starting area, and you've only taken one full movement since, so you can still get to her. Okay. Yeah, then I'm gonna try to get to her and then, like, reassure that she's, like, okay now, and then, like, reiterate to her, like, we need to go. Yeah, no, trust me, well aware. He's making it very difficult, though. Okay. Alright, so that's it for you? Yeah, that's the most I can do for now. Cool. As heavily implied, legendary action. He is going to make another tail attack, this time at you, Tara. Great. Have fun. I will. I have been. 28? Or 26, I'm sorry. (laughs) To hit? Yeah, that hits. Forgive me, I didn't mean to be too brutal on that one. Mm. I am sorry. 19 bludgeoning damage. Well, thank god I had temp HP. On that note, roll me a concentration check, because I'm pretty sure you're maintaining a con spell. But guess who gets advantage on those? (laughs) Hope for your sake it works. (laughs) Since you took 19 damage, it is a DC 19 check. Great. No, that was only going to be a 17, so barely not. So the, the light, like, flickers, like, from where it was shining, the moonlight flickers out. And, but she does take the hit, and she, like, she kind of grimaces, but she tries to play it off, like, like, it didn't hurt, but it kind of hurt. So, she's just, like, not, she's not happy about that, but she's still trying to play it off. Right. It is now going to be Raylan's turn. It's time for her to do some shit. Get it, Raylan. So... 
first thing that she is going to do is uh, she is going to look at you and say, Alright, I, I feel like hanging him is kind of out of the question, but I can still help us a little bit. And she's going to cast Mass Healing Word. Sweet. So, unless I misread it earlier, I'm pretty sure because of her specific cleric domain, her healing spells always max out. So, in her case, it is going to be a D4 plus her spellcasting modifier, so everyone gets 4 HP back. Nice. It's a D4 plus her spellcasting modifier, so shouldn't it be 4 plus whatever? Yes. I'm balancing a lot of things, man. I'm sorry. It's all good. Yeah, so no, it'd be 7 HP. I'm sorry. And then uh, she's going to say, Can you make it back over there? Or do you need me to stick with you and help out? No, I'll be good. You need to go. Okay, gone. And she's going to move 30 feet, and she is now next to you, Arlo. Cool. Whose turn it now is? What's up? Uh, How's everybody doing on health? I'm at max, so I'm same. Raylan and Forngul have seen better days, but Raylan is next to you, so she's probably the worst off with health, but she's not in Ash's direct line of sight. Forngul's decently BV, so he should, in theory, be okay for another hit. Not much past that. Goddamn, Guiding Bolt has a fucking 120-foot range. That's disgusting. Again, I'm just like, I just don't want this to be the only spell that I cast all of the time, but it is often the best spell. It is my fireball, essentially. I mean, it's a good fucking spell. So I'm going to use my only other third level spell slot available to spitefully shoot a bunch of fucking holy energy at this shitty, shitty dragon man. And that's going to be a 22. Just hits. 20 damage, and I'm going to use my movement action to continue escaping. Cool. Alright, so with where you're at, I, I'll say you're able to clear past, like, the area that, like, the big room that you would currently be in. You can get past that and into the hallway that, like, leads back into the exit. Cool. Alright, next up is going to be the Brood Guard. Uh, so they're gonna make their way over towards Ash and say, Why you big now? And Ash is going to turn to them and say, The intruders are over here! Get them! And they very nervous, like, Yeah, okay, sounds good. But they had to use their whole movement to get there, so for now... Oh. Actually, you know what? No, they're going to take a dash action, actually, and double back the way that they came. So they're going to try and, like, round you guys off. Ash is going to take, once again, his last legendary action for the round and ca- and use another wing attack. So, safe. Deck save, please. And me, I guess. Well, no, you're... Oh, yeah, shit, you are in there. Fuck. So non-nat 20 and uh, non-nat 19. So non-nat 20. And then I got uh-huh. a... 23 non-nat 20. Uh, of course you did. Unfortunately, Forngol did not pass. Uh, so you two are fine. Forngol is going to take some damage and be knocked prone once again. Great. If only this was a strength saving throw. Yeah, that'd be pretty baller, but for some reason it's a dexterity saving throw. Don't know why. That does change up half of what I was going to do with that, so... I mean, congratulations on stopping that aspect of it, I guess. Actually... 
You know what? No, I really do have no reason not to do that. He's gonna use the second half of wing attack, actually, and move half his flying speed and enter the room. So now it is Forngul's turn. Once again, he's going to use his movement to get the fuck up. He is going to look up at Ash, who he's basically underneath right now. Like, I said you don't see me! And he's going to clap his hands together and cast Fog Cloud. What does Fog Cloud do? Uh, it creates a cloud of, of fog. <laughs> Thanks, it's a how it's descriptive. A, it's a first level spell, there's not much to it. Back to the top of the order, save. Hey. I'm, I'm gonna get the fuck out. Alright. From where you are at, I would say you would be able to, um... Not get to... Not get quite to where Arlo is. You'd still be in the main room, but you can... You'd be, like, close to the end... Like, entrance to the hallway to where Arlo is. Okay. Uh, is that it for you? You don't have anything else you want to do? <laughs> Just, like, try to confuse the stupid ones. <laughs> try to send them in the oh wrong Oh my room. god, you're right. <laughs> you can let me do it. I think you only get, um... Oh, no, wait, no, never mind. No, Thaumaturgy is a cantrip. Even as a tiefling, she can just do that as much as she fucking wants. It's the other things that are limited. Yeah, I'll use, uh, I'll use Thaumaturgy then, and, uh, and, and, and be like... The, the, the enemies, they went this way instead! That was a impeccable Ash impersonation, I must say. Oh, I thought I was tricking <laughs> the dumb, like, being a dumb one. Okay, um... I didn't, I mean, if that's what you were doing, then that's okay, too. It's, either way, top notch. Thank you. <laughs> the chamber up at the top right corner, that's where they were having their conversation, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, what was that room called? Was it just, like, a library, or, or... Uh, Chamber of Commerce. I don't fucking know. Quickly! The name of the they flee to the Chamber of Commerce! <laughs> oh my god. You can just barely hear out of the hallway. The what? Where? What? Where? Roll Deception. 29! Do you know what Chamber of Commerce is? Uh, well, kitchen this way. Maybe that way? Alright. And on their turn, they will be dumbasses once more. Okay, roll me another wisdom saving throw. 20. Non that. Damn, so close. Uh, no, unfortunately, you're still afraid. Okay. Alright, so that is now going to be Ash's turn. Let me see if he gets his fire breath back. You guys are some lucky bitches. Thank God. Unfortunately, he's a big boy, so he gets many attacks. He is going to bite at Forngul. Unfortunately, Forngul did not know this. He has blind sight, so... Bog Cloud was really okay. sort of a formality at this point. He's doing his best, I swear. He's really trying. I don't think is gonna survive this. Nah, he'll be fine. He just needs to have a DC, or an AC of higher than, let's see, 26! 
He does not. Fungal's down. <laughs> Great. By a lot. Then he's going to make two claw attacks at Raylan. He crit. She's down too. Second chance is down. I mean, not completely. The other one just, you know. Fucking poofed. The relevant, currently present members of Second Chance are down. Great. I don't have enough spell slot. I don't have any spell slots for Mass Healing Word anymore. Tara, you're up. Alright. So, actually, would you argue? And here's a thought. <laughs> Here we go. Would you argue? that something like an ape or a black bear or even like a panther or what else is big something like that that's used to dragging prey with it up trees and such and just carrying large objects could theoretically drag some people that are unconscious the fuck away the only thing i will ask on that one is do any of them have any form of, like, dark vision or blind sight or anything of that nature? Panthers just have really good smell. I'm willing to allow that. And, yeah, I'll, I'll say that things that can, like, naturally just drag off prey are capable of toting, for the lack of better term, corpses. <laughs> Great. Love that. So let's see. These are challenge in half, which means I get four of them. So, I would like to invoke my bear brethren. <laughs> I'm going to clap together, <laughs> and I would like to summon four black bears, please. <laughs> and, and like that, four black bears suddenly appeared. <laughs> this is slightly different from my previous plan of what I would like to have summoned, but this works better for right now, so I'm going to go with this plan. So, um, I'm going to summon them. Okay. So they all go, Roar! <laughs> Your people in bear badness. costumes are very convincing. <laughs> Technically, they're fairies in bear costumes, if you want to be particular about it, but, you know. Um, I mean, I was joking, so, what? No, that's literally how the, the spell is phrased. They're fairies, they're fairy spirits that are, that take the form of the animal. Oh my god, she's Disney World. Oh my god. <laughs> they come out singing bear necessities. <laughs> Oh, goodness. <laughs> I'm gonna start moving, and I'm gonna, like, finger gun at them, be like, you know what to do, and take two of the bears with me, and send two of the bears to go get them. Alright. What, what's the speed of a bear? Um, their speed is... That's a weird question I just asked. 40 feet, with a climbing feet, a, a climbing speed of 30. So they're actually faster than me. Yeah, um, I'll say with that, the two bears can actually, like, grab Forgal and Raylan and get up to about where Safe is at. So they can actually be in the column room. Sweet. Are you going in that same direction? Because you made it sound like you weren't. No, like, I'm, I'm still going in that same direction. Oh, okay. You said two, with the, two on them, two with me. I was afraid you were about to do something really stupid. 
No, no, I just meant like the two of the bears are going to go get them and the other two are just leaving with me. Oh, okay, Like as okay. my protectors. Yeah, uh, I'll also go ahead and just say you did the smart thing and hopped on one of them so you get that extra 10 feet of movement, so you're good there. Yeah. <laughs> A giant bear riding another bear. <laughs> oh shit, are you still shifted? It's not a concentration thing. Oh my god, that's amazing. I need fan art. Folks, we got bears on bears in here. I need fan art. <laughs> bears on bears on bears. Bears on bears on bears. On that, Ash is going to go ahead and take a legendary action. He's going to use a wing attack, but y'all are out of there, so it's really just to clear the clouds and to give him half his flying speed. He is now just out of the hallway, so he is in that room with you guys. Mm. Arlo, you're up. How far away is um, our unconscious druid friend from me? They are both back in the room. I would say they're maybe about between 20-30 feet from you. Okay, I'm gonna cast Healing Word on our funny high druid because I don't want him to die. And I don't want Raylan to die either, but... About to say, you know, but fuck you, you, Raylan, you know, that bitch. Look, we go in order of comedic value to my entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna get 6 HP. I'm gonna continue moving my movement speed away from this chicanery. Alright, you are <laughs> further down the hallway. You are, like, you really only have, like, in two turns you can leave here. Mm, neat. Alright, so that actually brings it up to Formgill's turn. I didn't think I was going to have to do anything for him. Now I gotta look at his shit again. So I'm going to say, like, as he pops in, be like, Ah, Portobello, what? Oh, um. I had Portobello for dinner last night. Cool. Hey, where's Ray? Oh, shit. Hey, Ray! You good? And he's going to cast Healing Word. So, yeah, she's going to go back up for also sex. How does he react to being carried away by a bear? Like, in a bear's mouth? <laughs> like, just by the collar? <laughs> I mean, he is also a bear. He's also a shifter. I didn't say he was also a bear. I don't know what kind of uh, shifter he is. I he was a bear shifter. I don't know. He's some kind of shifter. How do you not know? Because <laughs> I didn't think about it. <laughs> that wasn't the most important part as far as I was concerned. That's fair. He's probably very nonplussed about the whole thing. He's like, Sup, dude? Uh, Bear's like, uh. <laughs> Alright, so that actually brings us back to the top of the order with Safe. Hooray! <laughs> <Shut> up, <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Safe. Yes? You hear a whisper in the back of your mind. Oh, thanks, I hate it. Boon time. Okay, so. What I have just offered you in this particular case. Because of how the severity of this particular situation, I'm going to offer you a choice. Go on. You may either roll the boons as per normal, pray to whatever D&D deity you think will answer your call that you get something that's not absolute dog shit. A D&D deity, if you will. 
pray, pray to the will of R and Jesus. Hope that he is on your side. <laughs> or you can forego the roll and take one very specific boon. I will not tell you what it is, but I will tell you it is the one that is, one, the most helpful to you right now, and two, comes with the heaviest drawbacks. Yeah, I was about to ask you what the catch was. Oh no, there's <laughs> always a catch. This is high risk, high reward. But as of your present situation, it is maybe the single most helpful boon on that list. You could still roll it if you want to just take that chance. But otherwise, you can simply take Asmodeus's offer as is. Now, to be clear, this is not like you making a deal with the devil entirely separate. This is just you taking a boon. Okay. But I, out of character, as the DM, am willing to offer you this one-time-only deal, given your context. You may take the dangerous but helpful boon, if you wish to forego the roll. Can you tell me what the dangers are of taking the boon before I take it? Nope. Because that would give away what the boon is. The only thing I will say on that, that and this is the most I can give without giving it all away, you might become a danger to your allies. Well, come on, Jordan, you can give it away. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Oh my god. Specifically Arlo, you may want to kill him the most. <laughs> what I got you gotta give it to your mama. What I got you gotta give it to your papa. <laughs> no, it's, you're definitely, you're, you're specifically going to kill Arlo is what the catch is. Like, he's going to die a horrible, brutal death. No death saving throws. Unceremoniously murdered by someone you do I become like an ultimate dragon slayer or something? I'm not telling you. You have to either accept the deal or grab a d20 and hope luck is on your side. How about a 19? Let's see what a 19 is. So, you hear Asmodeus whisper in your ear one more time. One of the gems on Modi's collar shatters. Okay. You have now obtained the influence of Malbolgia, which means once a day you can cast Suggestion. Oh, he has to make a wisdom saving throw. <sighs> There's a reason I was willing to make you a deal, but you said no. Well, I don't want to kill Arlo. Wait, how does the coin work again? Uh, the coin would not help in this case. It just takes a roll and either makes it a critical fail or a critical success. But is it only our rolls? Let me pull up the coin. See what I wrote. And I will let how I wrote that be the determinant there. I did not specify. Oh. Ooh. I recommend utilizing the coin. All right, 
Let's do this. What is your suggestion? Ash! Fuck off, you scary son of a bitch! <laughs> so. As you speak those words, you see a reddish-black smoke emit from your mouth, and it wraps around Ash's head. And for a moment, he staggers back and forth, shaking his head wildly. It looks as if he's about to give way. Now, under normal circumstances, I would just use a legendary resistance. I'm going to be nice and have him re-roll the save and see what happens. In a blood-curdling roar, he manages to shake it off. God damn it. Yeah, he's got legendary... Like, that was a good fucking idea, don't get me wrong. Unfortunately, he has legendary resistances. Is that it for you, Safe? Yeah, I'm gonna keep moving back. Alright, you catch up with Arlo. If that is it, go ahead and roll another wisdom saving throw. See if you can break free from the fear. 21 on a nat 20. You're not sure if it was just you yelling at him, or if Asmodeus's new power was what did it, or if you just kind of had enough of this asshole shit. But you break free from the fear. Hella. So you can now do shit normally again. You don't necessarily feel the need to run away all the time, though I imagine that's still probably the plan. Yeah, that's that's probably a fair statement. All right, that brings it to Ash's turn. Can he fire breath? Super not. Oh, thank goodness. He can still do other things, though. Uh, including a bite attack that he's going to make on Winterra, since you're the one who decided to summon bears, so he sees you as the biggest problem. Mm, yeah, no, hits. Fully hits. Okay. So that's going to be a super- Throw a bear at him! Throw a bear at him! <laughs> it's not her turn, unfortunately. So that is going to be 21 piercing damage. Fuck, really? Yes. And then 14 fire damage. You still up? Uh, no. So we're going to encounter something interesting. So so basically what happens is as he does that, she literally like falls through the bear. The bears disappear and she is like normal tiny Terra. Normal t- tiny compared to normal not tiny Terra. She becomes a child. Not quite, but no, yeah. No, I realize it was just a joke. Uh, Alright, so unfortunately he still has two other attacks and there are still two other people with very, very little health. Let's see how he does. They're both down. That comes back to Terra, and as you stated, because of the parry up, you stabilize immediately. Raylan and Formgill are both down around you, though. Here's... This is like literally the last thing I can possibly fucking do that would like even remotely try to get us out of here. Are any of my allies near me that are still up? No, they're in the next room. I doubt I could get them on my back as a fucking horse without help. Hey, that was a good horse noise. <laughs> Tara's like, like, as she's like quickly like looking around, like cursing under her brush, she's like, this would be a really fucking good time for that asshole to show the fuck back up. Where the fuck did he go? 
He's abandoning his fucking teammates. He's a dick. She's so mad at Seven right now. You have no idea how mad she is with him for, like, abandoning part of his team. I imagine eerily similar off. to how all of you feel about Seven right now. <laughs> Raylan is next after me. Yes. I'm going to use one of my potions of healing on her. Alright, that's uh, going to heal her for 10 HP. And then I'm going to, like, like point at Ferngle and be like, he's down again, we need to go and, like, start, like, trying to move and, like, try to, like, help drag him out way. Alright, so you're, are you going to try and, like, help move Ferngle or are you just going to, like, book it after you've healed her? Tara's going to ask her, she's going to say, do you want me to help move him or should I go? Just, just go for right now. We'll, we'll take care of this. Don't worry. It's fine. <sighs> Tara makes that sound. She grunts and she's like, Ugh, I don't like this. And then she starts, like, trying to get to safety a little bit. Because she knows she can't help if she's dead. Okay. So you're just going to meet up with Arlo and Safe? Yes. And she just looks, like, completely crestfallen and angry. Alright. That is going to be Raylan's turn. So, you guys, since none of you were actually in the room, all you guys hear is just the sound of Earth being displaced as Ash lets out a roar. And then you hear, WHAT IS THIS?! WHAT THE HELL DID YOU DO TO MY FOOT?! And then you just hear Raylan say, Suck! But! I don't know, I'm not good at this! And then you just cut- you see her like, shuffling off with an unconscious- She's not good at this. Second chance! They're trying their best. You see Raylan <laughs> with, um, and still unconscious Forngal over her shoulder, as she kinda like, manages to just get past the corner like she's not able to fully catch up with you guys and she just says I figured slowing him down might be a little bit better right now truth but you also see that in her other hand she is like kind of like suspending herself up with what looks like a giant shovel huh. <laughs> what the fuck is that she, she has one eyebrow raised she's so curious but like there's no time to question! So, that is going to be, um... Ash is going to take a legendary action to see if he can't, like, try and... escape. He does not. You, ju you just hear grunting from the other side. <laughs> it gets, like, progressively angrier and anger. I'll fucking kill you! No, I hope not. So, that is going to be Arlo. Huh, that completely changes what I was going to do. That's the theme of this episode. <laughs> well, there goes my plan. Got a bonus action healing word, our, uh, our hilarious druid friend. Alright, uh, how much does that heal him for? That heals him for 5 HP. Alright, he pops back up like, Holy shiitake, what? Oh, we're How still many here. of these did you memorize, Jordan? How many of these did you prepare ahead of time? <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I'm also curious. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Arlo is going to hold position until Forngol and uh, Ryland pass him. 
Alright. So, Ash is gonna take another legendary action, see if he can't break free. That time he does. So you just hear the ground up and followed by a very, very angry roar. <laughs> that is going to be Forngull's turn! So what he's gonna do, just to help move this along, he and Raylan are both gonna like catch up with you guys, and then he's gonna turn around and cast Spike Growth on the hallway entering. Nice! That is partially useful. I have that one ready also, so I just haven't had concentration available to do it. <laughs> well, he's been dropping concentration left and right, so... Yep. Or was that consciousness? Maybe both. I don't know. <laughs> both. <laughs> Back to the top of the order, we have safe. Yeah, we should probably get Forngoal to a hospital, passing out as, lo as many times as he has. <laughs> It's probably not a good thing. I'm more than a little concerned that there might be a concussion. He looks at Sans like, Oh, hey, Seven, when'd you get here? <laughs> <laughs> and all honestly, like, is concussed Forngle any different than regular Forngle? It's still not a good thing. I don't know why I'm not talking in her voice, but... Seven, when'd it's... you get boobs? I. <laughs> they look good. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to respond to this. We should probably go, though. He's he's coming. <laughs> I'm gonna hold action and just keep running. All right. As you make your way down that hall, I need you to roll me an intelligence check, real quick. Eighteen. So as you're going down, because of everything that has been happening, you for a moment forget about the trap. In your panic to get out, you unknowingly step on the switch. And I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. 22, much better. You manage to dodge a good number of the darts as they fly out. One of them slightly grazes your tail, but not really enough to, like, do anything. Sweet. With that, it is now Ash's turn. He is going to round the corner. Guys, I am so sorry. He got his breath weapon back. Everyone but... Is he able to move through the womb? Room in time? He's at, like, the entrance. He hasn't, like, been able to, like, well, from, from where he's at, I'll say he also, like, steps a little bit in, and so he'll take, like, some of the damage, but he can't fully get to you guys, but he's still within breath weapon range. Can I use a reaction to try to, like, shield everyone with my body? Like, do kind of a piccolo thing and just, like, jump in front of it? Roll me a dexterity saving throw, and if you get this, I'll say everyone else takes half damage regardless of their save. Otherwise, it's just same as always. That's not really doing it either way, because that's a nine. Unfortunately, that's not going to do it. So you try your best to get in front of everyone else, but unfortunately, it's just not quite enough. So everyone but safe, go ahead and roll a dexterity saving throw. Arlo, you do it as well, just because there is a non-fire element to this attack, so. Nineteen. <clears throat> well, I think 
even if I rolled a nat 20, I'm going to take damage. So I'm just going to say I'm down. Oh, shit. You're that bad? I was only at one. Oh. Oh. I was stabilized. That was it. Oh. Oh, my. Amazingly, Fungal actually passes. Too bad it's not going to be enough because he has only 5 HP and this rolls 6 dice. Oh, well, actually, I guess he might. 8 fire damage, so... Fungal is barely okay, but that's because I haven't rolled a necrotic yet. And that is a total of 7 necrotic damage. Half 50 save, so that'd be 3. And... Unfortunately, that does mean second chance is down again. Jesus. Terra, you're up. Ariat works again because it does not say once a day. Huh. Okay. It just, it, it, it just says while you wear it. Okay. I'm up. What the fuck? Tara is also probably going to need to get checked out by a doctor for several, like, major concussions, because what the fuck? <laughs> She's probably hit her head several times on the stone floor by now. Probably. <laughs> okay, who's up? Me, Arlo, and Safe? Yeah, Safe's not in the room. She's in the hallway. Okay. This could probably work. I'm trying to figure out, basically, because I haven't used my, my druid shift shape thing yet to wild shape into an animal, which I can still do. I'm trying to figure out if I can put them on my back as a warhorse and get the fuck out of here. If, if Arlo wants to give up his action, I can say he can help you out. I'll give up my action for that. Okay. So that's what I'm going to do, because it also gives me more than one HP. <laughs> it gives me horse HP. One HP plus horse. <laughs> okay, so you get wait, 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 because... wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That means that currently Terra is exactly as healthy as a horse. <laughs> Actually, she's one healthier than a horse. <laughs> Oh, I missed oh, that. Is... That's so bad. <laughs> That's it's truly not good. It's perfect in every way. It's you perfect get... in every way. You get partially concussed warhorse. Okay, yeah, great. Uh, up on my back, and I'm gonna book it as a warhorse trying to leave. Uh, uh, before... It's base speed of 60. Before Terra like, runs off while she's um getting everybody on her back, Arlo is going to... um. I guess, cut, like, not hand to her, I guess, like, give it to her to hold her mouth. He's gonna take his, uh, badge off of his, uh, his uniform and put it into her mouth. And, uh, what the say, fuck? uh, bring this back and the, there'll be a, a very angry older dragonborn woman that'll, uh, probably come to see you later. Just, uh, tell her I'm sorry. You bastard, don't you dare. What? You get a very angry horse snort. He's yeah. not gonna stop coming. And we're not getting out of here without casualties. Ugh. I hate I hate all of this so fucking much. I'm still angry at Seven for disappearing. You get a very angry clop, like horse clop, on the floor, and then she like starts like moving. But like you get a look in her eyes that's like, you better fucking not. You make it through there? Arlo, it is your turn. What do you do? 
I mean, I gave up my, uh, my action, but I'll, uh, kind of go with what I can go. I'm gonna hold my ground and say, Alright, you ugly son of a bitch, you greasy edgelord fuck. You and me, like you always wanted. Let's do this shit. I'm going to enjoy this! I'm gonna enjoy your mom. Sexually. Haha, <laughs> boom. <laughs> Best last words. Well, you're half right! And he takes to the- he flaps his wings and he charges at you. Safe. Do you do anything? Or do you keep going forward? She'll share a look with Wintera of utter horror and sadness and go with her. Okay. So, you both managed to get out of the temple. As you do- it looks like it's actually almost early morning, like, it looks like the sun's about to start to rise at any moment. And as you make your way out, the side of the temple erupts as Ash bursts forth through it, with Arlo dangling in his claws, valiantly hitting back, and Seven riding atop Ash's head, viciously stabbing into his eyes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I want you to know that despite the pain and despite how far away, you can definitely hear Arlo going, Yee-haw! <laughs> and you just hear Seven just stabbing at the Sneak attack, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> and soon he slams into the ground, sending Arlo and Seven flying off. And as he readies another attack, the sun begins to rise. And as the sun rays hit Ash, he suddenly rears back and howls in pain. <laughs> and he immediately takes to the sky and flies off in a frenzied panic. Uh, what? So, Seven comes up and is like, Well, that was certainly interesting. Tara angrily, like, bites at him while she paws the ground. Sage is gonna hold her back! What? <laughs> he was probably there the whole time! I mean, I was just following the mission. And he pulls out Sasava's charm. <laughs> and that is where we shall pause our tale for now. Hey guys, thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to listen to the end for a little blooper that didn't make it into the episode proper. I'm trying to add these to the end of each of our episodes now, so there's a little something extra for those of you who are willing to listen until the very end. But before that, in place of our usual plugs and promotions, we wanted to ask everyone to do what they can to help out in our current situation. Especially for our fellow American listeners, things are pretty rough right now. So remember to do what you can to keep yourself and others safe. Wear a mask in public, wash your hands, practice social distancing, and try and stay home whenever possible. Also, with elections coming up, please remember to vote. It's more important now than ever that we practice this basic right and do what we can to help get things back on track. 
On a more casual note, please feel free to support us on Patreon if you can. It helps us to improve the show and even comes with some benefits, like early access to new episodes and access to our after show, Peek Behind the Screen, where we talk about what happened in the episode and see what everyone's thinking about what happened and what's to come. You should also follow us on our social medias, Facebook and Instagram at Agents of Dams, and Twitter at Agents of D. If you want to get more involved with the show, please send in requests for magic items, spells, or even NPCs. Until next time, bye! The dragon's not a lizard. Maybe they try to attack him. Uh, you don't know it's on their side, right? Um. I mean, I think we just established that he's their dad. <laughs> or at the very least, they... he's working with them, so. But have they ever seen him as a dragon or known he's a dragon? They are very stupid. They are very stupid. Um. But I'm not going into the whole Yuan-T-Ash interpersonal relationship backstory right now, because we're in the middle of fucking combat, so... <laughs> there once was a dragon named Ash, and he saw one Yuan-T lady, and he was like, Damn, I'm gonna break me off a piece of that. What is it, a Kit Kat bar? Aren't, <laughs> aren't all women but Kit Kat bars? No! <laughs> that is the worst thing. <laughs> that is the worst statement. <laughs> Agreed. Let's never talk about it again. <laughs> oh my goodness. It'll just be immortalized in this podcast that Kat, that you, Jordan Roman, said are not all women, but Kit Kat bars. Let <laughs> <laughs> it be known, I don't actually feel that way. That was just a joke. I cannot wait for your wedding to like, actually take place and get to like people telling stories and stuff. I'm like, remember one time Jordan said aren't all women, but Kit Kat bars? <laughs> I'm probably going to tell Chelsea about that after this anyway. Put that shit in your vows. <laughs> oh, man. I don't pronounce you man, and I don't know, I guess she's a Kit Kat bar by what you I now declare you man and snack. Oh, God. No. no. <laughs> Bad. Go to jail. Go to jail. No. <laughs> oh, I'd be lying if Jordan, I said that wasn't rounded. really good. I, I really do respect women. This is all just in, in honest humor. <laughs> Swear to God. Jordan, you're grounded. Oh. Sorry. Uh, fuck, what was I doing? <laughs>